For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Howdy, folks. <laughs> Welcome to Nate Land. I thought of that this weekend. I don't know if I like hello. I don't think I say hello something good. You say howdy more. Howdy, folks. Is okay. That, no? You howdy, works. folks, not good? You invented hello, folks. Yeah. Hello, folks. <laughs> hello, folks. Welcome to Nate Land. Maybe hello, folks. Yeah. I think about it a lot. <laughs> uh, so I like it. I, I, I remember, I know I forgot to say it a couple times, and I'm, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, no, I need to, we need to say it. Like, that's fun. Welcome to Nate Land. That all kind of works out. Yeah. I heard someone say, hello, folks, welcome to the store. And I'm like, that's what we're doing. Uh, James Brown on CBS Sports this week started NFL Today with, hello, folks. Hello, folks. People say folks a lot, you know. Uh, it'll be like, I have it with uh, a joke that I'll have in the special whenever it comes out. Uh, one fell swoop. I've been hearing one fell swoop a ton. <laughs> it's like I never, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say it. And then I've, I've just heard it a, a bunch now. You just hear that one fell swoop, you know, and you're like, oh, all right, it's <laughs> happening. Uh, welcome. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, we love that you're here and uh, we appreciate you. Everything, you know, we're, we're getting close to the end of the year. 20, is it 25th episode? 26, I think. 26. 26. Yeah. Halfway wow. through. Halfway through until we're done. <laughs> <laughs> we're just doing 50 and tapping out. Uh, that's it. I said we get to 27. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. Uh, there is no halfway, I guess. I just meant 26 is half a year. Oh, uh, yeah. From right. a full year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, we're starting to grind it out now. Yeah. Starting to figure it out. Uh, as always, we're going to read, uh, start it off with, uh, some of you guys' comments. You can comment on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Apple Podcast Reviews, Nate Land at NateBargetzi.com. Uh, always, we appreciate the reviews you're leaving us. The five, when you click the five stars, it's like the we like force you. If you ain't going to click five stars, don't go click it. Right. Tell me what we're doing wrong. And guess what? Y'all do. <laughs> uh, Austin Thrift. This is the funniest episode yet. Surprisingly topped weather. Oh. I love how Bridge tried to convince Nate that there's civilian stations on Mars. Meanwhile, Aaron is over there busting blood vessels laughing. I laughed so hard at this one. I laughed so hard at this, I saw stars. <laughs> and I, I did not think that's how the sentence was going to end. <laughs> yeah. In my head, we were going down a different road. I laughed so hard at this, I saw stars. 
It makes sense now. But when I started, I don't know what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was going to say, what were you thinking? Yeah. I don't know what it was going to be. Adam Rothman, Nate, Aaron, and Bo staff always <laughs> surprised me with how they find the funny in some of these comments. I'll read them every episode and be like, there's no way these are helpful to the program. <laughs> then they come out and crack me up talking nonsense. Too dumb for me, though, so I'll no longer be watching. Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Is Adam out, too? Uh, he's Could joking. joking. All right. We're losing them every episode. I mean, we're losing. Yeah. You know, I feel sorry for Turler because you know people are like, dude, they talked about you the entire podcast. Yeah. But he's already like said, I'm he out. Checks out. He goes, I can't go back. Right. He's a man of principle. We know that. Well, much, he probably so. watches, but he's like, I, I, can't, would, I can't say anything. Yeah. Or don't yeah. know. I know. Tur- Turler can't comment back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had my uh, a friend said he wanted to fight him. And I said, well, let me get eyes on him because Turler could be gigantic. <laughs> There's a chance <laughs> with Turler. It's a name like that, probably. Name like right? that, man or woman. I would if they said you're about to go fight Turler, and they goes and we're not gonna tell you if it's a man or a woman. You might be like, I don't know if I want to go in there. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, I don't know if it matters. I don't know if it's, it matters. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. <laughs> if somebody wanted to fight him, Turler. They they wanted to fight him because he left us. Because he left us. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a good friend. Yeah, well, we get to kind of just kind of folks, folks we got listening, yeah. man. They, you know, we're like the gang. Is there a gang gang called folks? Somebody said there was. I'm not too up on that, so I don't know. Maybe we're started. <laughs> we have a nice, lovely gang. <laughs> just, I mean, just a very easy, easy going. No, 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 no. They're like, you trying to fight? No, 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 not at all. We will uh, just write uh, clever comments about your gang. That's <laughs> yeah. what we would do as a gang to attack other gangs. <laughs> Is we all write clever comments, just pick a few to read if you don't mind. <laughs> and then we hurt you in your heart. Hmm. Uh, Jeffrey McLeavy, watching the show with my wife, and about 30 minutes in, she asked me if the guy in the middle was special. Oh without, <laughs> without missing a beat, I told her, no, breakfast just always looks worried. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Well, I am special. My mom told me. You are. He's worried. You don't got to worry about that comment. Tell you, nah, you, you are gonna now walk every walk around. Hey, buddy, do you get do people hold the door for you when you go into a lot of places? Do you notice that more than usual? I notice there's a lot of guys telling their wife stuff about me that, like, a lot of wives are just saying. Last week it was somebody thought I was your dad. Yeah, yeah. A lot of wives are worried for yeah. you because you have a worried face. Right. I mean, for that person to comment that so young. <laughs> to about go, me being your dad? No, about you be looking worried. The girl uh, in high school. Oh yeah, senior trip. I mean, talk about what is she going to be president or something? I mean, yeah. that just she's on it. Yeah, that's that's. You got to find word. out what she's doing. I know she. She's uh, got, I think I told you she went to McGavick High School. Yeah, they all did. Yeah, but unfortunately, I don't know. Do her you name. remember her name? No, I don't know her name. I'd be curious, to, but she's, I mean, something like that. She should be doing good in life. <laughs> she's just picking up on stuff. Maybe she's a detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, a big detective. Yeah, doing what? Just insulting? Detective. Victims. No, I'm saying she, she picks up on stuff. She solves crimes. Oh, right. Okay. Or like, yeah. like She a, walks in a room and she's like, I know what happened here. Saying, she just reads. She's very aware. She knew the exact word that would cut. Brian, the most. You're that, you know. That's what on all top good detectives do. That's right. Yeah. That's, they know the well, right Well, don't they have downs. to solve a crime? Well, apparently, every one of our listeners can solve that crime as well. 
I know. They all let us know. But I'm saying, if you have to solve a crime, if she if she was so aware and noticed that you're worried, like she picks up on stuff, mm-hmm. like really good. Saying him, I don't know if I would have said you look worried, but that's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now that's all I see. <laughs> and then, so for her to pick up on, I'm saying like if she goes into a crime scene and they're like, "What do you see?" She goes, "Why's the where, why's the kitchen knife drawer open?" Right. She picks it up immediately. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, I was trying to look so cool, and it just <laughs> it just definitely backfired on me. Uh, Atticus Hauser. Hoser. Hauser. Atticus Hauser. It's a lot. This is, I just Atticus. I just don't believe that's a real name. No, Atticus is in the book, right? Atticus Finch from Atticus To Kill Finch. a Mockingbird. So maybe it's real. Maybe they're related. Harper Lee. Uh, from Harper Lee, your favorite author. Yep. Uh, maybe Atticus is related to Atticus Finch. <laughs> yeah, that's back, how it works. Well, back then it did. They didn't. It wasn't last name. It was first name. Yeah. Do you know that? Back then, you mean when did? <laughs> a while back ago. Uh, the fact that you said. Die land right after somebody said the show is too dumb is just amazing. <laughs> yeah, people were texting me. My buddy Justin, our the tour our tour manager, was texting like the, the spitting hot fire, the Chappelle sketch, die die land. Was he die land in the, the Chappelle sketch? Dylan, I don't, I don't remember. I'm that. Dylan, the rapper, the rapper. Yeah, he was stayed in the house. I spit hot fire. It's okay. a very funny from the Chappelle show. <laughs> Yeah, I don't the Dylan. I don't know what. Yeah, you know, you spelled a little, just a little different, and then, I mean, I, I get, I get down, I go down the wrong exit. You know, it's like if a stop sign was just a little crooked, I'd be like, I guess we don't stop. Yeah. You know, uh, if that makes sense. Emma Skinner, I love when Aaron or Brian asks a question that is kind of out there. Nate completely rips them apart, but he also gets so upset when he asks an even more ridiculous question like, do we have people on Mars? <laughs> and Aaron and Brian try to calmly teach him something. Love listening to y'all. Uh, yeah, well, I think their questions are ridiculous. And a lot of talk about Mars. Not insane. <laughs> am I hearing? You're not insane if someone, someone's super busy, as, my, as I am. Yeah. I'm just slammed. Okay. All day. <laughs> and I'm just hearing Mars talk. And you just happen to have missed what would have been the greatest human achievement of all time. <laughs> I get it. I mean, there's aliens and no one cares. So I don't know if anybody's going to care that we're on Mars. I bet no one cares as much as We wouldn't even hear about it. Yeah. I think it would trend on Twitter for at least a few hours if we landed on Mars. I'm not saying it's not going to trend on Twitter. I think big news is like us being shocked about anything is, you know, is over. There's some truth to that, but I think that's that's, you would have found out about that. Which we will talk about in another episode. But they are straight up talking about aliens. Yeah. And no one's really, no one's really like, eh. Yeah, you're right. We got a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be more surprised that a man on Mars or aliens? Mm. Right now, a man on Mars. Then aliens? Because I'm pretty sure there's not a man on Mars. I know, but if they showed you an alien, I feel like you're not wrapping your head around an alien. Like you're, 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 you're just going, all right, so there's aliens. But I mean, if they straight up, we watched an alien talk like it's a movie. And you're going to see an alien. Mm-hmm. That's crazier than a man on Mars. I don't, what, what? I mean, you think we can do anything as humans where we keep going. Like, we're going to get a man on Mars. That's right. not going to not happen. Yeah. 
probably what happened in our lifetime. I thought you were asking right now if you found out there was a man on Mars. <laughs> yeah, that I, that would surprise me. Yeah. I th- yeah. But even if they said, even so they said, hey, by the way, we've been keeping it a secret, but we have a man on Mars. And to tell you about it is this alien. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That actually just out. did happen. You got alien doing a press conference yeah. about it? And he, <clears throat> <clears throat> and he comes out, hello, I'm an alien. And we're like, y'all say it like that? He goes, yeah. We just say alien. That just happened, actually. What? I was going to save it for the next episode, but yeah. there's an Israeli, former Israeli defense guy, top top guy there, and yeah. he just said that we've we've had contact with aliens. Yeah. And there's a galactic federation. Yeah. And the U.S. and aliens have an underground base on Mars. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's we're wow. we were talking about that. We're recording an extra episode today, just, so we're gonna talk about that after that. Sure. I don't want to get too much into it. Uh, if y'all want to stay tuned to that breaking news, <laughs> get broken here. The news gets broken here. Right. I wish someone would come here for just the news. <laughs> and they go, "This is what I get." I hear about it pretty late. But uh, Emma Skinner already said that one, right? Yeah, she's the one that uh, Nick Buback, Buback, Bubak, maybe Bubak, B U B A K. How would you say that? I wouldn't. I would say <laughs> Nick B. That's Nick, what I'd do. I mean, these names are all ridiculous. Nick Bubak. That's his family name, man. The, yeah, the Bubak family he came over on the Mayla, Mayflower. And you're going to sit here and. They're one of America's founding families. Yeah. The Boobach <laughs> the, the family. family. Here's what we do. The Boobachs, welcome. Hello, my name is John Boobach. Got a son named Nick. Welcome to America. A.A. <laughs> Ron says the people that have been in space for 18 months and Nate follow, follows up. But the, what about the guy that was in space for a year? Like he thinks he years more than 18 months. <laughs> I did notice that at the time. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, don't say it like that, dude. Don't be weird. Say year and a half. You're right. You don't have a kid. Don't start talking kid language. It is weird. When do you stop saying months? For well, apparently age? you start before you have children, but... <laughs> a lot of people would 18 months, you would still say 18 months. I think you go up right. to two years. Yeah. You go, I think it's you like night, she's 20 months old, and then you start, she's almost two. Okay. And then you start going by a year. And then you start going by a year. That's fine. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why I said 18 months. Eight, a year sounds longer than 18 months. I mean, I don't, I don't think <laughs> it does, dude. I think <laughs> a year. We gotta wait eighteen months. No, you gotta wait a whole year. Are you kidding me? Uh, <laughs> All right, <that> sounds. <laughs> but did you think eighteen a year was longer than eighteen no. months? I don't. I know that it's not. Okay. Uh, uh. Maybe I'm being funny. Maybe that's something you guys could throw in <laughs> once in a while. Uh, God forbid. <laughs> Uh, trying to carry this podcast, Phil. <laughs> it feels like it's been eighteen months. It's all, how many we've done? Uh, asked to do Rivarda. A C I D E A U X. People are making up names. 
to try to be hard. They're logging in. And do mean, you think they're making up fake accounts? Because they was Acido. <laughs> Acido Rivarda. <laughs> they call him Acid for short. Uh, Rivardo, his family, they greeted the Bubak family. They were already here. Uh, a friend of mine had young children who wanted a teacup piglet. She found a great deal for one costing about 1200 bucks. Not bad. A few months later, it turned out to be a full-sized hog, and she had to get rid of it after it bit one of her kids. That's so <laughs> That's, great. Yeah. Just a cute little... I mean, I mean, the few months are just amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just every day, you, got this cute you wake little pig. up, you're like, look at this thing. And you put it in your purse, you know? And then just... It's a, a straight hog, up boar dude. in your house. How big those get, and they're just not cool. No, and I mean, yeah, and it bit one of her kids because it's a wild animal. <laughs> and you gotta, and then you're selling a hog just to be, just to go to be like, yep, let's get a little piglet to. You're in the hog selling business. <laughs> you got to deal with that. It says she got rid of it. You think she tried to sell it? Or I mean, you're going to try to spend 1200 bucks. You might want to try to get some back off of it. I'm sure someone's like, I, I'm trying to buy a hog. Yeah. And if you don't come How up do you with... you find somebody looking for a hog? There's got to be a ton of people looking for hogs, dude. Well, there's auctions. Yeah. And it's you go, but you, don't, you don't, but you don't present the idea of going with the... She lost money on this, though, right? Well, you don't go, I have to get rid of this because it, I'm afraid it might eat one of my children. You just go, I got a hog for sale. You're like, oh, that's cool. How did you get it? You're like, oh, just, I'm in the hog business. <laughs> And then they go, yeah, 1200 bucks. It's not that bad. But if she comes out of desperation, if she's scared, you right. know, if you're like, this hog sleeps in, in my bedroom and I don't mm-hmm. get to go in there because the hog <laughs> dominates our house. It just took over the house. It just took yeah. over the house. And I need it out. Well, now a guy's going to be like, I'll give you 300 bucks for a hog. Right. And you're in, you're in a little tougher situation. Right. So I hope she went in it with, I bought this hog on purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Say sell something. Uh, that's Acido Rivard. <laughs> <laughs> Acido spelled like L- how LSU spells all their words. You know, the yeah. E-A-U-X. Acido. Like Go Tigers. Yeah. Acido Rivardo is a name I would think would know how to handle a hog in a... <laughs> I think would just be fine with it. Yeah. It sounds like the person you'd be selling the hog to. Right. Who'd you sell to? Acidu Rivardo. <laughs> oh, the Rivardo family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, they buy hogs all the time. Uh, Georgia Sheehan. I'm an internationally certified professional animal trainer who deals largely with assistant animals. I'm not saying miniature horses should be on planes, but people so use them as guide animals for the blind. Just thought this would be a fun thing to share that most people wouldn't know exists, but it is more common than people realize. Wow. Interesting. So the, the so uh miniature horses are I mean they're 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 helpful. I wonder what they can do that a dog couldn't do. I mean, why would you want one of those instead of a dog other than just ride on it's a conversation tired. piece? You can't <laughs> ride a miniature horse, can you? Depends on how big the blind person is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think if me and you were blind, I think it's different. Right. I think I could ride it a couple blocks. Yeah. <laughs> Busy intersection. Yeah. And maybe I don't want to walk because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> the horse is like, come on. You know? 
I didn't think about that. Yeah, you just hop on your <laughs> your guide horse. Yeah. And it could wow. That's yeah. You can't do that with a dog. Yeah, I don't I mean Yeah, I guess they're good at it. You know? Can they see better? Do they get it more? <laughs> do they get it? Like just, do they get just like understand the world yeah. a little bit better? Maybe, man. Than a dog. Maybe Not they're scared. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're calmer. Yeah. They gotta be more expensive though. They hit the car comes at you. It hits it with its head. You know it'd be tough if uh, Acido tried to buy a guide horse and it turned <laughs> out to be a full size horse. Yeah, <laughs> that would be upsetting. Bunking Bronco, right? Yeah, those are the jokes I'm dealing with, guys. <laughs> See what I'm talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about bringing comedy to the table. <laughs> you do a horse full size. That's ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous, Aaron. <laughs> Acido knows better than that. She, she's not going to. I'm guessing it's a she. A friend of mine had young children. Maybe he bought it. Yeah, I, I thought it was a he. Oh, Make interesting. Guide a, a guide horse is for people that they live much longer than dogs, but people can also be allergic to dogs. So if you're allergic to dogs and you're blind, you can get a horse. All right. That seems like a big, like to bring that up. And he goes, well, I'm allergic to dogs. I go, okay, okay. And then just go, what about what about a baby horse? <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I think the conversation if you're if you're blind and he goes, Okay, all right, he has to listen to you. What about a baby? What about a miniature horse? What about what he goes, what about a horse? He goes, That seems I don't know how they're gonna fit in a lot of doorways. <laughs> and he goes, No, don't come on, man. <laughs> that's that's an insane question. Probably makes the guy blind guy feel bad. <laughs> well, that's stupid. And you might I thought you were just blind. I didn't know you were also stupid. <laughs> and you go, All right, I'm all right, dude, take it easy. This guy's not he's looking at a wall. He doesn't even know he's he goes, All right. And he goes, You know you're not even looking at me. He goes, All right, man, what are you a doctor or what? And he goes, Yeah, I'm here. Feel around about waist height. Right. What do you feel? <laughs> It's your new, it's your new guide, Frankie. <laughs> and then you walk out of there with that baby horse. Wow. And then you got to deal with that. Just the questions being thrown at you by everybody, everywhere you go. <laughs> your horse is pooping on the sidewalk. He's like, All right, man. <laughs> it's not normal either. It's like you know, it's horse. <laughs> that seems crazy. Yeah. They're about as big as the dog, you know. Well, yeah, last week we talked about some people say they're smaller than big dogs, so why shouldn't they be allowed? Well, some individuals are also concerned that a horse's powerful fight or flight instinct may lead it to have less predictable behavior than that <laughs> of a guide dog. So this this thing might just run if traffic's too bad or something. <laughs> it's just Well, not- so my daughter said is uh, loves horses and we take her to this uh horse camp. She's learned she works there. She goes and helps out and does all the work. She's obsessed with horses. and uh, But so she, she, I was there this weekend to get her, and she, uh, they had to correct her because uh, she went, like, low to climb. The horse was in the stable, and the, ro- the little chain that keeps them from walking out, she went under it. And she told her, like, you can't go, can't go that low because a horse has irrational fears. So if you go low, they think it could be a mouse, Cody. Like, they will yeah. just start losing their mind. 
they don't realize. So you got to kind of be tall. You know, just t- teach my daughter that. Always kind of stand tall to the horse because they they get nervous. But I mean, th- but that horse is so low to the ground. Mm-hmm. That article said that a couple were riding horseback in New York City, and they noticed the horse could cross the street on its own and knew the signals. So that's how they figured out horses could be guide dogs or guide horses. Wow. So they already horses just already get the signals. They're I guess. just born going. There are no street lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They get it. Like they you get said, it. they just get they it. They just get it. I like horses. I like the fact that they have irrational, like it's the idea is like, how are they as a guide animal? And it's like, they're actually perfect, but they can be unreasonable. <laughs> and if that happens, I mean, it's bad. Right. If a mouse runs near your horse, it's. It's over. It's over. Like, is it going to try to kill it? No. It's going to run. It's scared. And so it's going to be... Like a dog could, you know, mm-hmm. would just look. I feel a dog looks before it goes. And a horse is just... It's pure chaos. Right. Pra- Patrick Branson. Sounds like old money. <clears throat> the Branson family? They no, started like, Branson, Missouri. Could have been. Maybe. I had been... Stra- All right. I, I do like a lot of you false made, starts. You made, you made it I, two and a half words. Yeah. Like, All right, let's back up. I can feel the rhythm. I go into it sometimes. I'm like, well, that's not, you know, you're like, yeah. I'm out of sync. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Reset. like trying to do this. Oof. All right. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's I regroup. Got, yeah, I got started. <laughs> I caught that ball wrong. And then I was like, this is not good. <laughs> I've been stranded in JFK Airport for an entire day during a snowstorm and knew I wasn't able to leave. So I was trying to get my bag from the claim office so I could get some things out of it for the night when a bunch of really angry people came storming and asking for their bags immediately. I actually told one lady she had to wait because I had had been there first when she got crazy on me and informed me that they had all been sitting on a plane on the tarmac for 11 hours. This was actually the flight you mentioned at the end of the episode. I spent a total of, sorry, I spent a total of 27 hours in the terminal but I can't even imagine being the one stuck on the plane for 11 hours. I think they ended up suing JetBlue. I do remember them suing JetBlue, uh, which we talked about last week. Yeah, JetBlue was in some, I mean, it looked so bad for them. Their mm-hmm. president immediately issued this big statement. I think he still ended up losing his job. Yeah. Because their motto was, we're going <clears> to <throat> get you there no matter what. Yeah. And so they would not let these people off the plane. Like, no, 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 we're... It'll happen. Yeah. After I don't a- understand why they could. They're on the, they're still at the airport. Yeah. Why, yeah. Could, why couldn't they just let them out? I the think plane? they literally just kept thinking, we're going to get out of here. We're next. Don't get off. We're going to get out of here. And after 11 hours, they finally had to <clears> relent and say, we're not getting out of here. Took them that long to realize, yeah. huh? I think they did. Yeah. Wow. I think so. I feel like they're, yeah, there's something like maybe they get, if they get them off the plane, it's like now you're out of the line. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then you're going to get skipped. But yeah, <clears throat> what did they say? Like, what's the max now? Four hours, three hours that you can keep them on a plane? Oh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, it shouldn't be more than three. Or, I mean, really, it shouldn't be like filled out. You know, use reason. I feel like that's what these airports should just be logical. Yeah. And go, do you feel this is going to happen? You're going to be like, I don't know. I doubt it. You know, but go if if people would just tell people the truth, a lot of stuff would be bad. For eleven hours, if you came out and was like, "Look, I think we can get out," 
Mm-hmm. We're probably going to have to sit here and wait for a little bit. But if you want to get home, if you know, just straight up say, if I take you back and drop you off, we're out of the line. We're not getting out. If I stay here, then we can we can maybe get out. I can't promise you. If you just said that, what do you think those those calls from the pilot were like on that plane? <laughs> you know, every thirty minutes, we're going to be getting out of yeah, here in just we'll a be, minute. Just yeah. hang tight, everybody. Waiting on some paperwork. <laughs> It's going to be coming in the 11 hours of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Taylor Smith. I was waiting on my flight while listening to this episode. When I got seated, the woman in front of me immediately leaned her seat back. I tapped her on the shoulder and said, excuse me, do you mind not leaning your seat back? I'm tall. She said, oh, sure. I'm sorry. And leaned her seat back up straight away. It is important to know that I stand at 5'9". So you don't actually have to be tall for this to work. (laughs) Uh yeah, but five nine. What are you doing? Why can't they lean the seat back? He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. Taylor doesn't like it. Five nine. Five nine is average, right? I mean, that's average yeah. height. Yeah, I'm five eleven. Yeah. And I think me and Taylor could both lean our seats back. <laughs> I'm gonna start asking people to lean it back. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. How much of a hey? You mind? I'm 5'11". Do you mind leaning that seat back? That's probably a good way to get them never to do it. Yeah. Yeah. They go, why? I don't know. You'll see. (laughs) (laughs) You have beautiful hair. Yeah. Hey, would you mind leaning your seat back? Man or woman in front of you. (laughs) Just say, you have beautiful hair. (laughs) I'd love to get a better whiff of it. Do you mind (laughs) leaning that seat back a little bit farther? That's what they should. That's how you get them not. No, I mean, I'm I've got to work on this. You can work from laying down, dude. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? What's the matter with you, man? Lean your seat back. Come on. Wow, that's hilarious. I'm trying to push mine forward. You lean yours back. Yeah. Torin Shanta. I had a buddy one time taking a trip home on a mega bus, super cheap, long distance bus service. About 30 minutes outside of Chicago, a hawk flew through the windshield, shattering it. They pull over. And radio dispatch, only to find out it'll be two hours before they can send another bus. The driver gets onto the intercom and says, okay, our options are either to wait for another bus or drive without a windshield. We're going to take a vote (laughs) by a narrow margin. Drive without a windshield, one. (laughs) Unbelievable. That's that's what I'm talking about. That's what these pilots don't do. (laughs) Be like a mega bus. (laughs) Dude, that's that's great. We're going to take a vote. I'm a confident driver. I don't need a windshield. But if you're uncomfortable driving down the interstate, especially as you know for sure, hawks are flying into the windshield. So it's not like you're going, well, what if a bird hits us? Birds are hitting. That's going to happen. If you can handle a hawk going... 100 something miles an hour, 200 <laughs> miles. They're fast. Right. Coming through, nothing's stopping it. That could happen, but I'll get us there. I love the idea of the Megabuzz driver calling their supervisor and go, What do you do? And they go, I don't know. Just let the passengers vote. We just take vote. A vote. See what they want to do. We have no protocol for Dude, this. Dude, that's why the, bu- the planes are not doing, mm-hmm. learn something from that. Yeah. Mega you know, it's 11 hours. Out. That bus. He ain't going to be on the side of the interstate for 11 hours. You don't hear that story. I mean, maybe they break down. I mean, look, there, people also get murdered on buses. There's a lot of stuff that happens. 
You know what's not going to happen is the passengers aren't going to join together and sue Megabus. They no. know that's not on the table. You're you're thankful for you're thankful you have your life after Megabus, right? And I mean that's ah oh, man that's so that's so good. <laughs> take a vote. <laughs> I mean, imagine the people. You know, there's people that voted no, right? Yeah, that are just going. I probably the driver. I can't believe we're doing this. I think the driver is like, look. I don't care. There's been holes in this windshield. I mean, the driver would just say no if he didn't want to do it. So he's like, I'll do whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. Just bundles up. But if another one comes through, it's hitting him. Yeah. Man, that's, I mean, that's awesome. They got back. Oh, they tipped that guy. Do you tip the Megabus driver? I you mean, do after that. I think so. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's not, you know, that's like when people ask, do you tip them? And you're like, I don't know, maybe. He drove without a windshield. Yeah. For two hours or whatever. 30 minutes outside of Chicago. I mean, that's unreal, dude. Just be two hours like, nah, I'll get us back. We're all right. <laughs> Take a vote. Megabus is very popular bus service for comics. Yeah. It's so cheap. Yeah. <clears throat> you get from like Nashville to Atlanta for like next to nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like five dollars. Yeah, something crazy. Three, like sometimes that. a, do- a dollar. There's a there's a bus in New York that was a dollar from there to Boston. A dollar. A dollar. How did they make any money? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's something else is going on. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're making money. <laughs> they got some I don't side know. business. And I'll be honest with you. I don't know if you want to be on a bus. People that are only willing to pay a dollar. Right. <laughs> That's you know. That, it, there's a lot that goes on. It's like kids. It's either kids or just in, insane people. Kids are allowed on these buses? Well, like college kids. and oh, okay. you know, uh, I was wondering, those children get to vote uh, on whether they get to drive without a Yeah, they could assume, be on the uh, yeah, I kids on the bus. Do the kids' vote counts for them? It depends on which way it sways it. <laughs> yeah. I would want to know which way it's swaying it. I would know if I want to go keep driving. And then I'm like, these four dumb kids are going <laughs> to vote this out. I don't think their vote should count. But if maybe they're voting the way I want them to vote, I would argue for the kids. Yeah. You know, well, they get a say. It's an eight year old. <laughs> they get a say. You don't think they get a say? Uh, all right. Thanks for everybody listening. Uh, we'd also like to thank our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's Better H E L P. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. Professional, licensed, and vetted counselors that you can trust. BetterHelp makes professional counseling available anytime, anywhere, through a computer, tablet, or smartphone. BetterHelp will assess your needs and and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe, private, online environment. It's very convenient, especially during COVID and all this stuff. You can still talk to someone. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. You, uh, I mean, forget, you don't have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room or making time to drive to the counselor. I know a lot of times guys, comics that talk, they go to therapy or talk to a counselor and you can hear the people outside. Like, you know, that's always kind of weird. Like you're in there talking and then they're sitting right outside the door and then they can hear them and you're like, it feels very uncomfortable. And this uh, gets rid of that. BetterHelp is committed to making sure you're you like your counselor, so they make it easy. And if you free to change counselors if needed, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. 
uh, convenient, professional, affordable. If you have, you know, anything, depression, anxiety, relationships, stress, grief, sleeping, self-esteem, I don't care for these two guys. I'd love to talk <laughs> to someone about it. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Nate. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Nate. All right. This week we are, uh, you know, it's a big week. This week is, uh, make sure Holly's not behind me. Uh, we have uh, Christmas. That's the big week. It's a big deal. It's this, when is it? This Friday? It's this week. Yeah. It's this Friday. Friday. Wow. Lots happening. Uh, Christmas is a very, I'm a big fan of Christmas. Uh, I try to think it's my favorite holiday. I like Halloween a lot, but I, I do like Christmas. They're both great. Halloween's fun. I like Halloween just until I'm sure when Harper stops wanting to dress up, I won't care as much about Halloween. You can enjoy it through your kid. Yeah, I think that's the that's why Thanksgiving becomes. I I feel like once your kids get older, you love Thanksgiving because it's Mm -hmm. more everybody just get the whole family gets together. Yeah, but and so you like that. But yeah, it's like favorite holidays really for your kids. And so I would say it's Christmas, Halloween. Christmas is probably a little bit above it, maybe. Halloween's very fun, though. Seeing what they're going to dress at, you go walk around the neighborhood, trick-or-treating, it's a good time. But Christmas is is is, is, is pretty, pretty great. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. You got, you know, Sam, we saw we went and saw Santa Claus yesterday at the mall. Couldn't, uh, you couldn't get close. He wears a mask. You know, Harper, had to, so she just has to shout what she wants <laughs> uh, at Santa, and he'd make a reservation, but he was there. Very good Santa. We had an elf. Well, so we have, uh, as a lot, of, a lot of parents know, elf Elf on the shelf is a big deal. Do you know anything about elf on the shelf? No, I never had it in my house growing yeah. up. I don't think we did as kids. I think elf on the shelf came along later. Did you have it? No. Never would. Show. Uh, what elf? Did y'all just have a shoe or something? Uh, yep. Yeah, the old way, y'all. You have a shoe with hay in it. Uh, a candle. Uh, there. So we have a uh, Alfie is the our elf that flies around, and you might notice Alfie made it into the podcast room. Apparently, last night I thought I shut the door to keep Alfie out. I'm not happy about it. And Alfie has a, a support animal. What is it? Uh, is that what? What are they called? I Emotional support animal. Emotional support animal. Right. Alfie has one. It's been a tough year for him. What is yeah. that? Uh, it's a it's a dog, oh. right? It looks like a dog. Mm-hmm. It's a little stuffy. Alfie. It's kind of ridiculous. Alfie <laughs> takes this. I'm not happy with it. I don't think Alfie should be doing that. Is Alfie a pirate? Alfie's in a pirate costume right now. It's oh. a girl. Uh, and Alfie's in a pirate costume right now. And she uh, she has a uh, stuffy. She get wakes up every day, and we don't know where she's going to be. It's insane that she drinks stuffy. I don't tell I tell Harper I don't care for it. <laughs> and then because Alfie makes messes, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of kids elf on the shelves. They make a ton of messes, and Alfie makes a mess. And uh, right when she when she comes, the first day she comes, it's always a wreck. <laughs> she wrote on the window. It's insane. It's just you just we're, we need her to get back. You know, and so she made it in here. Uh, 
but it's a fun time. I mean, that's what like fun. You know, it's Harper wakes up every morning and has to find Alfie, and then so it's 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 an exciting exciting time. I always loved Christmas uh, growing up as a kid. So I think we we had some really good Christmases. Our biggest, my biggest, our biggest Christmas as a kid, we got a, a snake. Oh, nice. It was, I always wanted a snake. We had a red tail boa. I don't, I don't like love snakes. I mean, I love, I've always been kind of obsessed with snakes and yeah. I like snakes. And, but as the older I've gotten, I've become less like I'm going to go catch them or I'm like, ah, I'm not, I'm kind of <laughs> over all that. Like, I, I do like going to see them at the zoo. It's always the exhibit I like to go to. Uh, I like to end on it. Like right before we leave, I'm like, let's go check the snakes out. Oh, you end on them. I usually end on them. Yeah. Uh, if I go alone, yeah, I, I think I still do. I use it. Say, say the best for last. Yeah. And then. Uh, I've never heard anybody thinking that's the best exhibit. That's usually just like some janitor shed <laughs> with a couple, Where they got, a couple yeah. aquariums in there. Yeah. Just yeah. Put the snakes in there. <laughs> yeah, there's some crazy snakes in there, dude. Yeah. Uh, you don't care about the, the monkeys or the lions. It's like, no. Let's, no, I go let's see. Get in I that do care about air conditions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the vending I mean, machines in there. COVID I mean. thrives in those places. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like that's why we can't get rid of COVID because yeah. all the snake aquariums. It's uh, yeah, it's great. I love yeah the snake. I love the snake stuff, and then uh, I like the lions, tigers, all that stuff, bears. Yeah, you go see that. I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a fan. Monkeys, I enjoy. I'm not gonna spend a ton of time. I don't know. What do you, you? How much time do you spend at the monkeys? I mean, they're doing stuff. They're sitting. I don't there. know if I've ever seen a snake move at a zoo. It's just like, oh, I guess that's there. But don't you want to? I mean, it's kind of crazy how big the snake is. I guess if you're not, if you don't care about snakes. I don't. Yeah, go ahead. The Nashville Zoo in the bathrooms. They yeah. have. Yeah, that's snakes crazy. Above the urinal. Above the urinal. <laughs> First time I went in there. What? Yeah. Yeah. First time you go in there, it kind of makes you. You don't realize it. You don't go that first time. Yeah. Well, you. I mean, you come out, and so I went in there. I remember the first time, and you start peeing, and you just look up, and I mean, it's just boom, right there. It's in a display. It's, it's not a, just yeah. hanging on the handle. Live but, snakes or just a real snake? Yeah. In the see, that's how little they care. They just toss them in the bathroom now. <laughs> no, it's kind of cool. Everybody goes in there and wants to see it. Everybody wants to see the snake. Snakes are bigger draw than you think they are. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I didn't know. That's the hilarious. Dumb monkeys, the they bathroom. just throw up in the middle as you keep passing because you're just like, you know, you're like, I don't want to waste time for the monkeys. Throw the monkeys in the back corner. See if people are going to make their way back there. I you're think not, they would. Dude. I think the no, monkeys are the main draw. The monkeys are in the middle because they're like, no one's going to search out the monkeys, but they're like, I'll walk by them multiple times, but I'm not going to. Looking for other stuff. I'm gonna, yeah. Walk past them. If we get lost, we'll meet at the monkeys. <laughs> That's what the monkeys are there for. Yeah. He's not talking about the apes, like orangutans or chimpanzees. I think those are big draws. Yeah. Like I mean, a gorilla. That's a big draw. Sure. Yeah, we, we went to, and I was in, uh, where, where did we go to the zoo? We went, went to, to the, the one in Cincinnati, right? The Harambe one? Yes. Is that the one where we went no, to? No, we went to Columbus. Columbus. The Columbus Zoo. It's just, yes. We went a, to the Columbus it's Zoo. It's a big one. Which is a yeah, one of the bigger, one of the more famous ones. Mm-hmm. And they uh and we know some people there, so we gotta that's we gotta meet some cheat, we gotta pet some cheetahs and stuff like that. And uh the gorilla there though would eat its own, you know, poop. <laughs> it's better than what he saw at the Arkansas Zoo. Yeah, dude. 
Yeah, with those. But I went to find. That's the point. I saw. I went to find the monkeys. I don't walk into the the Little Rock Zoo and go, "Where are they keeping the ball pythons?" Maybe go check the bathroom. Maybe they're above the urinal. You know? They might be. <laughs> probably more of a in the Little Rock like Zoo. A, they probably don't even know that they're in the bathroom. And probably be in a there. trough that's, at dark Little Rock Zoo. Yeah, just <laughs> is it more of a trough than a urinal? <laughs> I, I did. I remember. And then you go in there, there's a snake in the bathroom. He goes, yeah, he's in here somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They don't ever know, really know where it's at. <laughs> what did you see at the Little Rock Zoo? I saw, I think we talked about this, just trash all in the exhibits. Oh, yeah. And I saw a gorilla eating yeah. a cardboard box. Yeah. And the penguins. This, guy, this is the king of the and jungle. the penguins. That's where I saw the penguins. The yeah. penguins. <laughs> yeah. And then, yes. So... Uh well I mean the Columbus Zoo I mean that's not worse than eating its own poop <laughs> a cardboard box I think it's worse I, mean, I think you? it's worse to eat a cardboard box man <laughs> you think seeing that is like you if you saw me in a car you're it's a dumb animal you don't go yeah, I don't know dude they're eating I mean Holly our dog eats dumb stuff <laughs> they eat dumb I mean it poops and then right in its mouth but you just you go into it knowing that's what that's what monkeys do that's part of their I didn't know that they stick I didn't know that they did that you knew that they eat it I figured they might I mean things get wild out there man <laughs> you know why they but, eat it why is, there's nutritional value in it right it's for uh so they like don't get preyed upon because so they don't want there is i guess some nutritional but i'm sure there's nutritional <laughs> you drink your own urine and there's someone's gonna be like well you know it's got a vitamin f in it and you're like ah does it maybe i'll start doing it uh it's but they, they do it so the animals don't know where like because if they just pooped everywhere then lions and tigers could start tracking them down cheetahs wow okay why don't they just bury it they have to eat it, huh? I don't know. If we're dealing with complete logic here. I know. Well, if <laughs> you, you know? eat it, then you're gonna have to deal with it again pretty soon. <laughs> you know, uh, I, mean, I think they got a pretty good system. <laughs> I mean, I think if you buried it, they could. You know, it's a whole thing. And I bet yeah. you could still. You know, how far down do you got to go? I think you got to dig pretty deep. Would you rather just eat it, or just would you always constantly want to be burying? It? <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> do whatever the other option is. <laughs> yeah. I think I think eating is your last resort. Dude. <laughs> yeah. But if you have to, I mean, dick and like it's a whole, you know, I gotta go to the bathroom and then you're like, oh, so you bear back. You're like, yeah, going to the bathroom will take five minutes. The digging the ditch I gotta dig afterwards is gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. Seems like they could just throw it somewhere and run. Yeah. It would be like, go away. Yeah. And do it. Just throw it off that little island. That yeah. They're I don't on. Know. Just throw it out into the. Yeah. Man, <laughs> maybe we'll try to ask them one day. Uh, don't we have someone, we have a human talking to them? Did we have someone talking to him? To, to, oh, to the monkeys? Yeah, to yeah. the gorillas. Jane Goodall? Why don't we ask her that? There's no Jane Goodall for snakes, I'll tell you that much, because people don't care enough. You don't talk to a snake. Snake's got, a, got it all figured out. <laughs> snake's not doing any weird stuff. You go to see a snake. If I take my daughter to a snake, I'm like, this is what they are. They're, they, they do what they do. Yeah. I take her to a gorilla, I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> this might be... It's an R-rated show in my walk. Like it's a, yeah. you know, you gotta. I, I, we go to the gorillas. They go, let me go in first and let me make sure <laughs> everybody's decent. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> decent. These gorillas are not are being level-headed. I, I don't know what's happening. And then you go walk out and go, we can't. Yeah, try. We'll try it again later. Not today. What's going on? You can't. You don't even want to know what's going on. I don't even want to see what I saw. Are they eating their poop? I wish they were. That's what I wish. That's all I could tell you that they're doing. 
<laughs> the gorillas are the X-rated. <laughs> Shouldn't be allowed in the zoo, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, man. Uh, so Christmas. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, everybody. <laughs> How did your parents present the snake to you as a gift? They. Uh, so I wanted one, and... We, it was like a good year for us. Like we, we made money, uh, or my dad they made some money. I was I do a joke about now. My parents were, my parents, I was like twenty two, or, or my parents were twenty two, twenty three when I was born. So they were the poorest human beings alive. Uh, and so my dad had a bunch of shows on Christmas that year during December, and I, like I actually made some money. So we we got a better Christmas than normal. And so I wanted a snake. And my dad went and bought the snake from uh, a guy, you know, a guy that sells snakes. And he said him and Wayne didn't, our family friend, like the Dentons. And so him and Wayne go to buy this. Thing. I found this afterwards. And so they go buy the snake and uh, they said they walk in the house and the dude has snakes just out. Like snakes are hanging over the door frames and they're just everywhere. And it's basically like, you want one? Like the guy's like, he's saying it like he's selling candy at a counter <laughs> and just like, here you go. So my dad buys it and they drove back. It was cold. So he had to put it, my dad had to put it in his shirt and like keep it against his body because it was so cold. And so they drove back. My brother was getting a hamster. It's kind of funny that year. It was, I was probably 12. So Derek was probably nine, eight, nine. And so he's getting a hamster. And so they had a big aquarium set up in the, uh, in the, our bedroom. And I was very excited. I think I felt something was, I was going to get something that year. <clears throat> and so in the middle of the night, I kind of, you know, you're barely sleeping because you're so excited. But my dad came and put the hamster in the aquarium, like just trying to, I think he felt I was know what's going to happen. And he's trying to just like think, oh, the hamster is all I was going to get in that. And then, so then the next day we got up and then we got it. And uh, there were, so we had the red tail boa. My dad used to always take it out in the front yard and like let it, almost like let it walk. But you just let it play out in the yeah, yard. Yeah, you told us he's played tricks on people. Yeah, he'd walk up and kid walk by and he's like, look at that. What kind of snake is that? I mean, it's like a <laughs> four foot red tail boa. Like, uh, so you just let it out in the yard. And uh, and then we would, you know, you had to feed it mice and you'd put yeah. live mice in there. And uh, you do frozen or live. We put live. And one got, uh, have I talked about this or I've talked about this on here? You, you talked about some of that. Yeah. One got, one mouse was pretty smart and there was like a towel in there and it, it hid behind the towel so the snake didn't know where it was. Oh, wow. And so we, my dad had to reach in there and get the towel when it did. It just struck the my dad's hand. Didn't really bite him. It just hit it. Almost like you could tell that it wasn't the mouse. Uh, but I mean, they just move at like any, like horses. They're, they just move it. Snakes don't have great eyesight. Uh-huh. So they just kind of move. I mean, if you moved near the cage or the aquarium, the glass, and the and the snake was in there hunting, mm-hmm. the I mean, it would strike at the glass. Because wow. it just, it, it, you know, it's it's on edge. Yeah. I feel like you should just let, you should let the mouse live. If it's just able to find a way to survive. Yeah. In that you're scenario. Like, you've kind of earned it, man. We'll, yeah. I don't know what you, what you do with them, but <laughs> if they outsmart the snake. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, we killed the snake and now it's the mouse's. Now, now the mouse is <laughs> yeah. the vet. Yeah. You know? And then we just keep putting different animals in there and whichever one survives, <laughs> then we would move the other one out. And that's how we did it for a long time. Yeah. You know? And uh, so that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we had it for a while, and it was it was like we're gonna get to start. We had to start feeding it rabbits, and we're like, all right, <laughs> that was like you gotta go buy like a forty dollar rabbit to, for it to eat, and you're you're I mean you're just throwing like you know it's like too much. Yeah, that's a lot. And then we and then uh, they sold it. We let it go. I was gonna say, how did it get rid of it? Uh, we let it go in a park, and <laughs> it's doing good. No, no, they uh, we gave either sold it or gave it to someone. Sold it to yeah, acid Acido. Yeah. So did Acido Rivardo. But did you have it like for years or months or what do you really remember? We had it a few years, I think. Oh, wow. Or yeah, a year, a couple years, maybe something like that. I don't really remember. Uh, but I had it for a little bit. I mean, they get big quick. Yeah. And so red tail bowers are the ones you always see it. Like you go to PetSmart. Those those are usually for sale there. But that was a big Christmas. Red tail boa. Yeah. I like you asked how it was presented. I was just imagining if your dad had just wrapped it. Yeah. Just loose, yeah. like not even in a cage. Yeah. Just wrapped. Not even in a box. Just no. wrapped just around the actual loose, snake. It's moving. Like, yeah. What is this? A garden hose? <laughs> Y'all want me a garden hose? Yeah, be careful opening that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's a delicate garden hose. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think it was just they 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 brought it out and it was, you know, and then you we we got it. And yeah, it was crazy. Have a snake. Were y'all a Christmas morning family as far as gifts? Uh, yeah. So you'd get up, and then uh, what we do that happens here. Santa brings three presents that are unwrapped, and uh, those are all from Santa. Then you know, and I know Santa brings different. You know, I had friends that Santa would bring all their stuff. It's kind of you know whatever the parents say, and they're so in ours, and we do it here at our house. Three presents unwrapped, and then the rest are from all of us. Is mm-hmm. that what y'all did? Yeah, we were Christmas morning. Uh, as far as gifts, we would we would we'd get a play with what Santa got us uh, on Christmas Eve. No, oh, people open presents on Christmas Eve. I think yeah. it used to be a big tradition. That's how my mom's family did it. My mom said Santa would come Christmas Eve night. So when they heard Santa coming, they'd all go into a bedroom and close the door, and then they'd hear Santa come. Yeah, and then they'd come out and open all the gifts right then. That's how my mom's family always did it. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah I've think, never even heard of that. Yeah, I think my parents, that's how they did it too growing up. Yeah. Is that you do y'all so y'all didn't have electricity? Were y'all excited <laughs> with y'all got electricity the first time? Uh is that because you had to get up and feed the horses the next day? What are y'all? I've never heard this at all. I think I think my, my grandfather on my mom's side was first generation immigrant. I think it might have been how they did it in Eastern. In the Europe. old country. In the old country. Yeah, I think that might have been how Santa did it. You're that close to from somewhere else, not America. <laughs> I guess so. I think my my grandfather came from Yugoslavia when he was a when he was a kid. He came to Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, you spiraled off quick. You think you'd have a little touch of something? You know what I mean? Like I mean, you think you acclimated? Yeah, I mean, you dove in. Look, I dude. figured it out real quick. Yeah, dude. dude. I mean, like just to be your grandfather came over, and then you're like, yeah, I'm maybe a- he came. Maybe he was born here. I don't know. <laughs> I think I you got to be a little bit on. farther. I mean, I my I, we're I'm a little removed, and it comes off as that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think his family's ever not been here. <laughs> and then <laughs> breakfast has been his whole family. I mean, they just from the beginning, just the right. beginning. Right. It was the with the Native Americans and the breakfast family was here, <laughs> and they just. But I, I I would I'd imagine you seem like you're. Now that I look at you. <laughs> Maybe you got I a got little, a little Yugoslavian in you me. Got you got something. You got a little something that you're throwing me off. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
And then, you know, and then if you if you, if I saw you on Christmas Day and you're like, oh, Santa came last night, I'd be like, yeah, he's got something, something's up with him, all right? Now, now you have we, to fight your father my, before you open the presents? <laughs> Was that what, is that how you got to him? Would your dad then stand in front of the presents yeah. and each one of you had to fight him? There's a bear on a unicycle who would handle <laughs> yeah. the gifts. Yeah, yeah, just some weird Eastern Europe stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't So my mom's family did that, but our family growing up, we got to open one gift the night before. We do that. We mm-hmm. but it, we usually do a game like it's a, and we all would play it. Okay, but would y'all go to midnight mass? We when the kids got older, we would go to midnight mass. Yeah, but growing up, we were morning of, or early Christmas Eve mass. Huh. Yeah, my parents would go to mass. Mass is just Catholic, right? So my right. parents were raised Catholic. And then we were raised Baptists. And then, so my parents go to, I think they they might do some mass now, but we never did that. Yeah. Uh, but we would do, Christmas would, uh, we'd get a play in the morning. We got to play with uh, the three presents that Santa brought that were opened. Then we'd eat breakfast and then we'd open the rest of the presents, you know, like 10, 11, 12. And then so you'd be done. But we did have people that were, I mean, they'd wake up and I mean, it'd be 6 a.m. They're already yeah. Through Christmas, yeah, which I thought was early until you you guys were done the night before. <laughs> yeah, that seems insane to me. Now was I've it, never heard that at all. That they people. So what would you do Christmas Day? I'm not sure. I never did. That was just how my mom, what my mom's family oh. did. So they wake up and go to mass. I'm sure in the morning yeah. and just, but they open all the gifts the night before. Yeah, because that's when Santa came. And they have every kid listening to this podcast is like we should be doing that i know they're gonna yeah. be like let's you know let's just do it now right get everything early yeah yeah that's crazy now how did you guys i'm curious how did you guys open gifts was it a free-for-all or was there some structure to it or how, how did that how did that go i think we had structure where you would each you each kid's turn you go one one yeah. by one around. and the parents are maybe the parents are not really you know i remember my parents i mean i know now like mm-hmm. you don't you end up now we because now we're have we go to like laura's family and then uh my family usually comes and spends the night to one night and then we wake up the next day and open presents and we each the kids go the kids take turns and then the parents always end up having a few you know mm-hmm. but by the time we open our stuff no yeah. one cares uh, but yeah, I think we did it in order. Is that how y'all do it, Brian? I, I don't remember as a kid. Uh, maybe we did. I feel like we just kind of dove in and went for it. You had to get it done before it was just sundown, the, though. The right? Christmas story, it always <laughs> bothered me. The Christmas story, they wake up Christmas morning and they're just going at it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, there's just anarchy in this family. Yeah. Should have been doing the night before. <laughs> and <laughs> so. I mean, anarchy. You've come from a family that opens up the night before, and you, you have the oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry we don't open them properly like you guys do three I mean, weeks let's before Let's go Christmas. one by one. Let's let's examine all the gifts. Let's thank all the appropriate people. It's just chaos in this yeah. living room. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, they go nuts, mm-hmm. and they. Uh, I could. I, I think, but that's the maybe people like the chaos. Is that you're just you know tearing them? But I yeah. did Santa wrap y'all. Would Santa wrap your presents? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ours Santa presents were not wrapped. So there was no I bet that breakfast wasn't very disciplined. You get a taste of gifts and you gotta stop, eat, yeah. and then go back to it. Well she would yeah, she would make uh yeah, I mean you want you're just dying to open those presents. But Santa brings some pretty awesome presents. So you're you know, it almost makes you play with the Santa, you know, because kid it's you you can get a kid anything and they 
if it's they can they just want us what's next yeah. and then so yeah hmm. this this christmas eve thing is crazy i've never that's i've never even heard that that would be a thing but you had heard of that too oh yeah okay i think it's an older tradition but i think they used to I've be never the, heard of it as older i mean way. like that's like what's the point of christmas day then just to be with your family I think, yeah, I think maybe it's my, I'm going to Google this in a second, but my thinking is it's, it's Santa Claus comes Christmas Eve and then Christmas is just the religious holiday. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know, Christ being born. Yeah. So maybe Santa just comes the night before to let you have the whole day be about that. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. I was thinking it was maybe more your family exchanged, you do it Christmas Eve and then Santa still comes and then Christmas morning. Yeah. Maybe you still do those. What's one of the, like, when did uh, all this stuff get started? Or? More recently than I would have thought. I mean, most. 1965? <laughs> well, not quite that recent, okay. but <laughs> I mean, some of the stuff happened in less than 100 years ago. That yeah. Very much Christmas condition. Even even Santa, as we, as we think of him, a lot of it just happened, you know, last century. Like uh, store Santas and stuff like that. That was just a, they had a display and it really took off some store in Philadelphia. And then they're like, oh, what if we had a, just somebody a else? Santa. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just took up, this is like the 1940s or something. Yeah. Wow. Very, very recent. So Chris, I didn't even, you guys may not know this, Chris, Christmas, the word Christmas. Do you know what that, maybe I've thought about what that means? Uh, I don't know. Christ mass. Yeah. Because, more, more Christ. Oh. Like Spanish. Well, I guess so. All right. Uh, they agree, said it was the, agree to disagree. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's just a joke. That yeah. Bombed. Yeah. It was the only. <laughs> oh. oh, I thought you were serious. Oh, I thought you were no, serious no, too. No, dude. Uh, yeah. I was like, I guess I missed something. I mean, yeah. It was, Maybe it was better it as a serious comment than a joke. <laughs> yeah. So let's say I said it serious. Yeah. Well, get it out. This right. is the place to try it. Okay. You know. So, uh, so it used to be <laughs> celebrated. Uh, most of these traditions are either. I have a religious example or a secular example yeah. of how these things started. Yeah, this is a favorite this word. Right up my alley. Secular. Dude. Oh, that's what yeah. we talked about as we open presents the day after Thanksgiving. Christmas being <laughs> Santa came on Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, <Dark>. yeah. <laughs> Christmas being celebrated on December twenty fifth didn't happen until you know didn't happen for a while. But then the reasons, there's two reasons given this. Either some say it's because there were some secular holidays that are already on December 25th, so they wanted to spice it up with some religious holidays. Mm-hmm. But religious people, some believe that Mary uh, conceived nine months before Christmas and on like March 25th, and therefore they made December mm-hmm. 25th the day they think Jesus was born. But there's no like mention of when Jesus was born in the Bible. Yeah, isn't it supposed to? You know, the people just think it's July, right? I always heard I've heard s- I've heard some people think yeah. spring yeah. or summer. But they weren't yeah. using a Gregorian calendar back then. No, right? yeah. so who knows what timing? No. So would y'all use a Gregorian calendar? Too? <laughs> would y'all do that a lot? That's the calendar that we all use. The Gregorian calendar, right? Did, but would you with those words? I mean, I just would love to be that. Like you bring your your girlfriend over like from high school and you go, my family, it's great. Thanks for coming. And then it's, you know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like, hey, how you doing? What's your, what's your favorite secular holiday? <laughs> you know, on the Gregorian calendar, obviously. And then the little, the girl's like, what? That's the word y'all, you guys are going to, you just run her off. 
And then your Russian grandfather comes barreling in, <laughs> hopping on a hat. And she's like, I thought you were like from Alabama. It's like, it's like, nah, it's my that's my peepop that comes has been chopping wood. Came over about two months ago. Yeah. Is that what happened? I think so. Am I ballparking what's going on? <laughs> that's that's pretty yeah. good. That's fair. Yeah. Oh man. Um Poinsettas came from a guy named John R. Poinsett. Oh. Yeah. Did Just, he invent the flower? He brought them back from Mexico and they'd never oh, seen it before. And, okay. and so they started calling them poinsettias. <laughs> I mean, that guy really <laughs> tricked everybody into I mean, he's he got a flower that's already existing. That's called something else. What are they called? I don't know. Dude, he's taken over. That's so unbelievable. What like, should we call him? Just name him after the guy. Yeah, poinsettias. <laughs> and he came over. There is something else. <laughs> They got a different name. He didn't invent plants. <laughs> Maybe in Mexico, where he brought it back from, they still call it what they used to call it. But, I know. That's what I was saying. Like, what's the... Yeah. John Roberts Poinsett, the first state minister to Mexico, who's credited with introducing the plant to the U.S. in the 1820s. <laughs> hey, guys, I have this plant I'd like you to meet. And they're like, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to meet any other plants. We have a lot of plants. Yeah, we're good on plants <laughs> over right. here, dude. Well, this plant's called the poinsettia. It goes, that's funny. What'd you say your name was? Uh, I don't know why that matters. He goes, I know, but just say your name. I forgot what you said your name is. Joel Roberts Poinsett. <laughs> so you're bringing us a plant that's named, just like your last name. It's like, it just, it's convenient yeah. more than, did you change your last name because of the plant? That's what you could think. He goes, all right, all right. I married the plant while I was over in Mexico. You can do that kind of stuff down there. <laughs> That's crazy. 70 million poinsettias. poinsettias of, That's a word I got to think about before I dive into. <laughs> I can't just breeze over it. Mm -hmm. Many cultivated varieties are sold in a six-week period. So it's just a seat. Nobody cares about these plants. Are they, they're often stated to be They're highly toxic. But it's if not you eat them, yeah. to pet your children. So gorillas should not eat them. Yeah. That hold on. The though often stated to be highly toxic, the poinsettia is not dangerous to pets or children. Exposure to the plant, even consumption, most often results in no effect, though it can cause nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. Which is usually nothing happens, but <laughs> Nothing happens. You, no, dude, you'll be all right. You can eat it. But it does sometimes. I'm guessing if you're eating a poinsettia plant, you probably got some other dietary problems, you know? So maybe that causes it. That's true. That's why you're having that. He's like, is it, you think the plant did it? I mean, it's a part of the system that's making where, where we're at is, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say if someone goes what happened, I'm not going to not mention poinsettia, uh -huh. but I'm also going to quietly talk about just your state of mind <laughs> right. is the main thing I would yeah. talk about. You're eating yeah. poinsettia plants. Diarrhea, <laughs> least of your concerns right just, now, yeah, honestly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just ate poinsettia plants, and now I have diarrhea. It's like, I, that's, the plants have nothing to do with this. Yeah. Don't, you know, ruin Joel Roberts' poinsettia. I like that he had the A to it. You think he <laughs> thought they wouldn't notice? <laughs> no, it's, it's just I, a coincidence. No, it's just crazy. That's why I like the plant so much because I was like, what are the odds? What are the odds? 
So we all know Santa Claus lives at the North Pole. Yep. Been there for a while, but he got his start, supposedly, working at a church in modern-day Turkey in the 300s. Went by St. Nicholas. One night he was walking through town, heard some villagers discussing a family problem. They didn't have enough money and they were in dire need. He wanted to help them out, but knew that they wouldn't take it because they were proud people. So instead, one night he slid down the chimney of this house and they had their stockings um, drying by the fireplace and he put gold coins in each stocking to help this family out. Mm. And then he uh, was just very well known for giving away all his inherited wealth and traveling the countryside, helping out the poor and sick. So Christmas got started from putting money in people's underwear, basically, (laughs) that they had to dry over a fire. (laughs) Yeah. Santa, a bit of a creep. People don't talk about that, but the way he started. Went down the chimney. Yep. Interesting. Snuck in the house. See, that's what I was always taught is that Santa Claus is Saint Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Right? He it, it that, Saint Nicholas. Yeah. Right. Saint Nicholas. Right. Yeah. So Santa Claus. I yep. thought he was I thought it was the guy from Ireland though that that got rid of all the snakes on Ireland. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You thought that was Santa Claus? I know I, that I know was, that was Saint idea. Nick, right? That was Saint yeah. Nick. I didn't I, th- I didn't know it was a different Saint Nick in Turkey. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that one sounds like where, where we're at today sounds like that story. Right. That does that does sound more like the Santa we know. Yeah, the Santa we know versus if I have to, you know, how did Santa get started? Well, he's kind of freaked out about snakes and got rid of them on an entire country. And they're like, all right, well, how do we get where we're at now because of that? Yeah. That's where you thought it all came from? Just a guy that didn't care. Did for- you ever do St. Nick, St. Nicholas Day? We did that growing up. It was like December 7th. Do you ever do St. Nicholas Day? No. no. St. Nick Day. We'd leave our shoes outside of our bedroom, and Santa would come and leave candy in our shoes. That was like December 5th or December 7th. I think it's a Catholic thing, but it's St. Nick Day. I think it's a Weber family thing. <laughs> I think it's pretty. I mean, there's a lot of Weber family I think things it's pretty, we're getting into. <laughs> I think it's pretty common, yeah. man. St. Nick Day, they leave candy in your shoes, so yeah. he'd come and just kind of. We would celebrate Boxing Day, but that's about it. And we're, don't be ridiculous, Aaron. <laughs> I text uh, my buddy Graham K. Canada, happy Boxing Day. Every Boxing Day. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so we haven't seen Santa Claus, of course. So we, we guess his look. So a couple of people helped kind of put together the modern day look. The guy who wrote with The Night Before Christmas. Yeah. That poem, he described Santa Claus, and that's kind of how a lot of his look came about. And then a cartoon in, appeared in Harper's Weekly depicting Santa as Overweight, cheerful, with a full white beard. So that's kind of where we think he looks like. This is where we're at. Yeah. All right. Yep. What the guys that look like Santa all year? Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of old men that, like, they just, they want a beard. I'm sure there's got to be some guys out there that are like, I'm, yeah, I'm a little hefty. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My hair's white. I want a beard because I am a little overweight. Mm Mm-hmm. And but I I look like Santa all year, and I have to wear glasses. I mean, yeah, yeah I can't see. Just naturally, the Santa Claus, like you would, I would think for them, they would hope that Santa would just be a little something different, because they walk around, yeah, and they just are going. I mean, I'm wearing overalls, mm-hmm. going to Home Depot, yeah, <laughs> in July, <laughs> and kids are like, "Are you Santa?" And it's like, "No, I just look like." 
this. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Not happy. Right. I would love to not look like Santa, but I'm stuck. There's a different countries celebrate very different ways, but Santa kind of looks the same in all these countries. Like in Austria, he has an evil accomplice called Krampus. (laughs) And this guy, St. Nicholas rewards the good boys and good girls, but Krampus is said to capture the naughtiest children and whisk them away in his sack. They're dead serious in Austria. Yeah. That good, you I mean, know. Look at Krampus. Well, that's Santa Well, that's what, this night. is what Santa looks like in Austria. Yeah. And he looks terrifying, dude. Yeah. He's already scary. And then what's Krampus? I saw a picture of Krampus, and that, there, there he is right there in the middle there. Right, right there. Right there? Oh, yeah. That'll get you in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Right good there. Night, I mean, that's dude. one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Yeah. If you look up Krampus. I mean, that's so... That's And that's what they say... You know, that's the naughty list. Is that comes to you? This says in the first week of December, young men I mean, dress up as Krampus, frightening children. The naughty, you know. Oh, did you <laughs> did, did you cheat on your homework? <laughs> well, the devil <laughs> is going to steal you from our family. <laughs> I mean, f- talk about the fear. Yeah, man. No wonder where they're at as a country. I mean, just, just a. I don't even really know where they're at as a country, but I don't think it's. <laughs> I think it's, they're doing okay. Are they? I think they're. All I watched right. Sound of Mu- er, Sound of Music last night. Yeah. That, that's Australia. Well, yeah. that's not start a, off. It's not Australia. I mean Austria. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. the whole world was kind of struggling back then in World War II. The whole yeah. world was in a tough spot. Well, why yeah. do you? How do you think they got into the spot that they got into? <laughs> Because of that. If, if you're going to pick a country that's going to do something like that, I'm not saying they're not doing great now. Yeah. I'm sure we have people listening in Austria, and I bet it's wonderful now. They've, they've, they've turned things around. Mm-hmm. But for you to get to a point to where that happens as a country, I would look at Krampus. <laughs> Krampus or Krampus? Krampus. I would look at Krampus as going, how did we get there? <laughs> Maybe we made the children too nervous if they did anything wrong something that looks worse than what we imagine the devil looks like <laughs> steals them from our houses and we never see them again yeah here's a picture with Krampus with kids in his little oh boy. backpack I mean wow I mean that's just floating around out there <laughs> yeah. it's out there Krampus is just yeah, that's crazy. Here's another European one. In the Netherlands, Sinterklaas, which is the Dutch version of Santa Claus, arrives from Spain instead of the North Pole. He has little helpers, um, but they're not elves. They're black-faced boys and girls who can steal your kids if they misbehave and bring them back to Spain, which, according to the Dutch, is a severe punishment. I mean... I mean, there's all yeah. kinds of pr- problems. There's a, there's a lot of, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, we're getting into, I mean, this is, I didn't, we can look into the, we could solve the world. We just really dive into Christmas a little bit. That's what's going on in the Netherlands. I mean, good night. <laughs> that is crazy, dude. All right. We don't have to, that's, that's nuts, dude. In Japan, Ooh. they're, and the fact that they're just trashing Spain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your punishment. Is do you want to go? You want to go live in Spain? And Spain's like, I mean, we're doing fine. Yeah, we're doing country. all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. Better than Austria, I'll tell yeah. you that much. In Japan, the meal of choice on Christmas Day is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, it's like us. <laughs> they wanted turkey, but they 
turkeys aren't as prevalent, I guess. So they started off as a KFC Christmas dinner in Japan, and it took off. Now it's a Christmas tradition. I need to go to Japan. You know what? It's going to be good to know because I'll go to Japan for uh, Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How fun is that? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right, there. Yeah. Japan's got their Japan's little, got it going being on. A little level-headed. Back in, you know, like I oh, would just do KFC. All right, well there you go, <laughs> Japan. I don't want to tell you what's going on in these other places. <laughs> in Norway, people hide their brooms because the Christmas tradition is witches and evil spirits come out on Christmas Eve looking to ride a broom. So even today in Norway, people hide their brooms in the safest place in the house. Mm. Where's the safest place to hide? <sighs> you know, where they're not going to find it? Yeah. Maybe you go broom closet, because then you think the witches go. Look in the broom closet, they go. Look, they're not going to. Come on. They're not that dumb. This is a pretty big tradition. <laughs> Don't waste it. That's because I would think the witches go, the younger witches go, so check every broom closet. They go, come on. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> It's the whole world knows that this is happening. You think you're gonna, you think they're going to leave the brooms in the broom closet? No, you don't have a ton of time, so don't even search the broom closet. Right, go check the shower. They might put them in the shower that night. Right, you'd be shocked how many people probably put one in a broom in the shower. <laughs> I bet that's got to be the shower. That's a, where where would you put it? That's a great place to put it. Yeah, I can't think of another spot. Sweeping water is no fun. Mm-hmm. So you don't want a broom in a yeah, shower. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, I maybe tuck them behind the fridge. You know, I'm just thinking something that's vert. Yeah, yeah, it'd be a certain height. Item, right. Yeah, to go set the house on fire. Yeah, the electrical thing. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> electrical thing with the broom straw back of the fridge. I mean, how many loose wires do you got behind your fridge, man? My, I think my. <laughs> When's the last probably, time you looked behind your fridge? I don't think I've ever looked back there. But I there don't you think go. It's just there. You go. How do you? How many wires you don't, I don't know? Think it's all just a bunch of exposed wires back there. <laughs> I think it's probably pretty tucked. You don't in. think that? Where was it? What country was this? Norway. Dude, that's all they have is exposed wires. <laughs> that's their their whole world is exposed wires. <laughs> there, yeah. I moved. Uh, I think I talked when I delivered refrigerators and moved one. A lady had a dead cat back there. Yep. So right. I mean, that's gross. Not really a fire hazard, but. Pretty I'm gross. just saying, stuff, something killed that cat. So be safe. Don't put your bruise behind the. I'm not saying you can't. I'm just. Just saying, you've been warned, man. I like to shower more than behind the <laughs> fridge. And I hope that a witch finds yours immediately mm-hmm. behind a fridge. And then also lights your refrigerator on fire just to make a point. I hope you get there and you go, did the broom did it? And the fireman goes, there was no broom back there. And you go, God, exactly. That's what I, that's what I would hope the fire department shows up. <laughs> And Krampus lights a cigarette off the fire and <laughs> takes your children, Aaron. Takes your Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Do they have multiple brooms in these Norton? I'm just thinking. I got one broom. I think yeah, it's all it takes, though. The one broom. Yeah, That's it's all, all it I takes. Need. Oh, it's just one? Yeah. It just takes one for a witch to show up. Okay. How does the witch get there without a broom? The old-fashioned way, along On Christmas Eve. A bigger broom, they all ride like a bus. Yeah. It's like a mega bus, but it's a gigantic <laughs> broom. <laughs> And so then they all want to ride their own broom so they don't have to be... No windshield, dude. No windshield. Yeah, no windshield. I mean, and talk about hawks are just <laughs> decking people off these buses. I mean, these brooms. Just, oh. So you want to get your own broom to actually have some fun. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. 
Does uh, does Harper track Santa? Yep. Well, she, well, she wanted to last night. And if she grew up in Aaron's family, she could have because Santa's would already be probably pretty close <laughs> to being here. But uh, I don't think Santa's – I don't know if Santa's got going yet or maybe. We didn't, we didn't do it last night, but we're about to. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know it started before Christmas Eve, but it starts a few days before. Yeah, I think – yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can look now and see if you can track him. But, yeah, it's – I mean, he's started going – because he starts, he starts going, you know, like – other countries i mean he's you know so that started by accident in 1955 a child accidentally dialed an unlisted phone number of the continental air defense command operation center in colorado springs colorado believe she was calling santa claus the commander saw an opportunity and since then they norad's been tracking santa claus for kids to see where he's at what it's like the tracker's not yeah. live for a couple days yeah yeah not yet uh santa claus is coming it starts in two days. Okay. So, uh, what number do you have that's close enough to uh, calling Santa Claus? She was trying five, to five five film, <laughs> filk, filk, filk. I mean, what are you? Yeah, is, is there a number like honestly? Is it like eight four seven? I don't you know. know. It, says she, it says she was trying to call a promotion in a local newspaper, but she instead uh, called the air defense. Talk about an scene. air defense problem we yeah. have is that you're close enough to just a local radio yeah. ad. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. This, is, this, uh, yeah, this is air defense. This is one of our main things that protects us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> am I the fifth caller, Bunny? Yeah. <laughs> I know the phrase that pays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to write Santa Claus letters when I was a kid. Just yeah. put the North Pole on the... Yeah, yeah. And they figure it out. Yeah. They get it there. Them yep. and Wayne Gretzky. I always heard that you can write a letter to Wayne Gretzky to Canada and just put Wayne Gretzky Canada and it would get to his house. Really? Because they knew... That's cool. They they know where he's at. That's cool. I never yeah, heard that. Him and, the, him and uh, Santa. The only two that you could write their names... North Pole, Canada, they're showing up. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a level of fame. You don't even need an address, dude. Don't even need an you address. Santa. You could give a mailman, it's going to get through the post office system. Yeah. Wayne Gretzky, everybody gets it. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. There's another guy, Wayne Gretzky, though, that hates it. <laughs> that's the problem. That guy, he's, he's like, I've never got letters. If I get them, they're just not. You know, people have a hard time getting letters to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like me and my Google search of Brian Bates. Yeah. Just everybody but yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I get one of those alerts every day. Yeah. And it's, it's never once been me. Who it's is like, it? There's a few. There's one guy in Oklahoma City calls himself the video vigilante. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the most popular, Brian Bates. Oh. But there's an author. There's a singer. I mean, every morning I just wake up reading about more successful Brian Bates. What is that? I type in Brian Bates and it comes up. Brian Bates comedian and then Brian Bates wife. All right. Comes up. Well, Brian Bates author is what it says up there at the top. What's Brian Bates the vigilante? He is video. a guy who goes around and exposes Johns that yeah. are pipping out women and oh. he's been on all the talk shows the yeah. i mean he's got a ton of tv credits yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. brian bates born 1944 accurate so far <laughs> yeah <keep> is <laughs> former chairman of psychology at the university of sussex yeah yeah uh, that's good uh yeah i try to have i actually i just wanted to brian bates on the show and i <laughs> went through so many of them and i finally the one guy that's like i'll do it man. and here we are 
<laughs> I called the other one. It's a video vigilante. I was like, this guy's going to bring something to the table. He gets it. <laughs> you just landed on breakfast yeah. over here. Oh. Yeah. Bates investigates. <laughs> yeah, Brian Bates is a yeah private investigator serving the investigative needs of individuals and businesses in a professional and discreet He's won manner. an Emmy. What? A Heartland Regional Emmy. Well, I've won an Emmy. For his efforts to expose organized yeah, drug Yeah, uh, Breakfast has an Emmy. I do. How many Emmys? Just one? Just one. What's the story with your, your buddy with the Emmy? Oh, uh, so... My favorite story. I, let me explain. I won an Emmy for Mid-South Regional News. And he also was on that and so there was um what was your emmy for the uh the 1998 tornado that came through downtown nashville and i was producing the news at uh channel five news channel five so i won an emmy for that by the way the day our weather podcast came out yeah where you're making fun of my wind video the weather channel called me and said can we use this video in a documentary that we're doing about the nashville tornado oh really yeah the dark the night wind just the night (laughs) They didn't describe it like that. Yeah. But, but yeah. Is that what they wanted? They go, we're doing a video on trains, and this sounds like a train. We're just taking weird sounds. Well, the Weather Channel loves it. But my buddy was nominated for an Emmy, and they said, and he was nominated twice in the in same category. Same category. There were four entries total. He was two of the four entries. They announced, all right, folks, they open it up. We have a tie. So they announced He's two the f- of the four. Yeah, they announced the first guy. He goes up, makes his acceptance. And then they announce a second person, not him, who goes up and accepts. <laughs> so he was nominated twice. They had a tie. He still didn't win. He's nominated twice, and he was the only the two only that loser. didn't win. Yeah, yeah. the only, only loser. two that didn't. Oh, Dude, how great is that? That's yeah. hilarious. Man. I mean, he's like, all right, uh, his odds are better of winning. When there's a tie, and you're two of the four, you're almost guaranteed. Yeah. Your, your percentage of winning one is 99% <laughs> at that point. And then loses. It's gonna <laughs> sit great. there. Yeah, thinks about that every day. I'm sure uh, I, would. I would. I would think, think about, about it all every time. day. Mm. It's yeah. a great story, though. It's probably the story you could argue is better than than the the, just having one of the Emmys. Yeah, I mean, you just we have a guy sitting here that won an Emmy, and <laughs> oh yeah, I'm more interested in the guy that didn't. Win yeah, than the guy <laughs> I mean, that he got has an Emmy. You just trashed that other Brian. There's two Brian Brates we're talking about that has Emmys, <laughs> and you've made fun of both of them. You're right. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, highest grossing Christmas film of all time. Anybody want to guess? Uh, die Hard. I mean, I would imagine if, yeah. if that's if they. Cause I don't want to get in that argument. That right, Christmas but, Die Hard. I don't know if they count Die Hard, but okay. it's not on here. Okay. No, it's like an actual so, Christmas. Uh, highest grossing uh, Polar Express. That's a good guess. Uh, That's a great guess. I, I think it's. Uh, Thank you. It's on here. Thank so you. number one, Home Alone. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. And then it's followed by How the Grinch Stole Christmas, mm. Doctor Seuss's The Grinch, and The Polar Express. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. The Die Hard Christmas thing. I'm so tired of that argument. Yeah. You see that on like it gets argued every. It feels like it's all the time. It's it, yeah. yeah. I, I remember the first time it was argued. You're like, all right, that's mm-hmm. fun. And now it's like, all right, everybody, quit it. Right. No one, I don't, I don't know. There's no decision being made on it. I don't know if did, did, no one's really said anything, yes or no. And so it just kind of gets to nowhere. And you're yeah. like, all right, dude, quit. And then you're just like, man, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know. According to the National Retail Federation, consumers spend an average of $967 for Christmas. 
Um, overall retail last year, $717 billion spent on Christmas. Hmm. That'd be more than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's a fun thing to say. Yeah, I know. It means nothing to me. Yeah. It just seems like a fun. It's a fun time to say yeah. it. Wow, thought it'd be, yeah, thought it'd be way more than that. Wow, well, it's a recession. It was a tough year. Yeah, it was a tough year. Eighteen billion. This year, uh, spending's down. They think I don't know how they know this already. Eight hundred five dollars on average, people are spending on Christmas. Yeah, they're making stuff up. No one knows any of this. There's. There is, I am almost positive, any stat you hear is really made up. It's based on nothing. I bet if you went and started looking into the stats, you could find out. If we found out the guy, who's the guy that wrote down 805? Who, like, who wrote, who was the final, it's 805? Yeah. And go, where did you get this? He's like, you just... I mean, I just kind of felt it out. Yeah, know? I feel – he goes, my parents are not spending a lot of money this year. I asked how much they're going to spend. I kind of went through it. I Googled some stuff, and now it's a stat that gets thrown around. And we're like, can you believe it? $805? Like, <laughs> there's just – how are you figuring that out? I'm guessing you just you just call – you just do surveys like 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 yeah, they do dude. any other – Yeah. Any other thing like I that. I figured you just talk to stores and get – Feeling for them how much the retail is. See, the fact is. that none of us even really know. Yeah. That's what I mean. You don't think, but you think every stat, I think stats are. But they do, and they're the ones. But they're the writing ones it off. writing it off. <laughs> but every stat is, I just, I'm very, stats are. You're going to love this one then. Yeah, oh, here we go. Here Chris, we go. A Christmas card was invented that's so small it's invisible to the human eye. <laughs> In 2010, <laughs> nanotechnologists, the University of Glasgow <laughs> created a Christmas card so small. It could fit on the surface of a postage stamp 8,276 times and on a regular size Christmas card about a half a million times. But you can't see it. <laughs> I mean, this is what they're doing, man. Yeah, I mean, you can't, like, this is what's pulling the country apart is stats. <laughs> stats are pulling the country apart because they are just saying whatever they want. It's scientists just making stuff up because no one says it. And then, then people that do stats. I got one right here, dude. I know, dude, you thank know, you. I got one. You man. bought me that for, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. How much was it? One billion dollars? Uh, everybody's just making stuff up, dude. That's what's yeah. happening. Where it's, there's no, there's, I mean, how do you, you know, I mean, how do you have the nerve? Yeah. The nerve to walk out and go, I made a, there's a Christmas card in this room. I oh, bet, yeah? Where I is it? Oh, Bay can't find it. Why right, when well, the room's Did empty? Did you hide it? Or? Yeah, the room's empty. Now it's right in front of your face. I put it on your nose already. I put 5,000 on your yeah. nose. Because <laughs> there's one on my nose right now. He goes, Yeah, remember when I touched your nose when you walked in? Yeah. I put 5,000 cards on, on there. Yeah. You have them all over I scooped you. Scooped up a bunch. And then he starts just shaking his face. He goes, Is, Are they falling off? He I goes, know. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. He goes, I don't know. We're never going to know. You're just smearing them around, dude. Yeah. He goes, Now they're everywhere. Hmm. And you feel something in your eye? Yeah. It's 10,000 so Christmas it, it cards. So it opened up like a, like a real like a card? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he, yeah, it did. Ask me. I invented it. Ask me. Did, it, did it make a song yeah, when you yeah. opened it? Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, one did Star Wars. We did the Star Wars theme as a Christmas <laughs> thing. But it's so quiet you can't hear it at all. No, yeah. obviously no. You can't hear it. I mean, yeah. What colors do you, what colors do you think? Is it red? Red was on the outside. It, was it scented? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we did a little <laughs> scented uh, strawberry yeah. and poinsettia. Is there a message inside of it? There's or... an actual poinsettia inside of it. <laughs> an actual real live poinsettia. But you can eat it; you wouldn't get sick. But it's a real live poinsettia is inside the car. Yeah, yeah. And then I gave it. I, I gave that's some, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I gave it all to my family I for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hardest part is you have to give actually a bigger card. <laughs> to fit it, the card. Inside. Well, just so they see something, right? And then they open it, and I'll usually give them like a. April oh, you mail it? F- yeah, I mail it. I mail an April Fool's Day card to throw them off, and they're like, "It's April Fool's Day." I would like a Christmas card, and I go, "Well, look down." And then they look down, and they go, "Yeah, I see a Easter bunny with the middle finger up." <laughs> and then I go, "The Christmas card's right on the Easter bunny. It's so small you can't see it. No one can see it." There's ten thousand of them. <laughs> I gave you ten thousand. I gave you ten thousand of them, and you go, you know, I'm a scientist, right? And then they go, yeah, yeah, and he goes, yeah, and then they go, all right, all right, man, I appreciate it, you know, and you just go, yeah, it's the smallest curl in the world. I mean, that's dude, the audacity, the audacity to just do that as a. Why is that guy not, you know? Hey, John, can we get on cancer, dude? Yeah, what, are you <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, what are you working on these days? Well, I'm trying to actually make it the world. I wonder if they have a picture of this thing, like yeah, microscopic. Unprovable. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of working on this unprovable thing. You might have to put in the word like nanotech or something, unless that's it. Yeah, I think this is it. They, this is a picture of an electron microscope. <laughs> of, And it's got a picture of... I mean, I don't know what that. That looks it says like a season's snowman. greetings. It says season's greetings. Oh, they're pol- on politically it. correct. Yeah, that's good. Didn't want to offend anybody with the world's smallest <laughs> Christmas card, and no one can see it. Right. <laughs> it opens. It does open. I don't know how you open it. I would. You, you want to go? Wow! So no one can see with their eye. So how do you see it? Is it would put a microscope on it? Yeah. So why don't you just make it normal? Because <laughs> otherwise, it doesn't matter, right? You know what I mean? Like, and he's like, I know, but it's it's fun to be like, well, there's one that you can't see. And they go, I know, but then how do we know it's real? Why well, put a microscope on it? Oh, again, here's where we're at. Why don't you just make it the size of the microscope and go, here's the smallest one you can see. Instead of just being like, you know, I invented one that's made of air. And you never know if it's around. It smells like a toot sometimes. <laughs> just if you, that's what the, your uncle would say. Yeah, I've been in one of those. And then, I oh, was that it on the tip of a pen? Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, there you go. Pretty you know how small. hard it was to take that pic. I mean, what a waste of what a waste of resources. Went to college. He went for a long time. To <laughs> a long that. time to college. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, guy. Yeah, probably got a scholarship. Waste of scholarship. UK scientist creates world's smallest Christmas card. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks. Yeah, no, it's cool, man. Yeah, yeah I'll make England some... really paving the way, huh? Yeah. No, I appreciate it, dude. Thanks for... Yeah, that's good. How are we it. on uh, smallpox? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know. I mean, I'm just... I'm still doing that stuff. <laughs> but I thought I'd make this. So this is... So it says it's 200 million times smaller than a stamp. It smashes the previous world record, and it's 10 times smaller than the previous attempt. So people are, I mean, this is like an arms race to make the smallest Christmas Well, I mean, card. we're just asking for the guy, you know what? I did it. Well, can we see it? Mine's so small, a microscope won't pick it up. And then they go, is that true? And he goes, yeah. 
All you need is a guy that has a science degree. Yeah. To go, yeah, it's so small, no one can, a microscope can't even yeah. pick it up. Oh, do you have a picture of it? I would love to have a picture of it, but. <laughs> it's not as big you, as the other ones. Y'all gotta get to work on these cameras. Yeah, I would take a picture yeah. of it if it was gigantic like the other ones were. <laughs> but mine's so small that you can't even get a picture of it. Oh, you got a picture of theirs? They're giant <laughs> cards that they made. It's yeah. bigger than an atom. Yeah. Oh, what's that over there? Is that. Billy's card he invented, this loser. <laughs> mine's, mine's out there. They're everywhere. So the opposite of something that small, the Christmas star from the Bible that yep. the wise men followed. Uh, there's speculation on what that might have been. Some say a supernova, a comet. Some say it was Jupiter and Saturn lining up, which happens today. Oh, really? Wow. Yep. Today. Like I, like to. Today, today, December 21st, the day we're taping, it's the first time in 800 years that it's visible, that you can see this. Oh, wow. I see Jupiter Saturn every night. Yeah. I brought my telescope, by the way. Oh, really? So they're lined up. Oh, so you can see them right now? Right now. Well, not once the sun goes down. Yeah. 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 So they're lined, so it's just one big... Yeah. So every night lately, they've been getting closer, 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 and then today, they're supposed to be ducks one... Jupiter and Saturn. Yeah, in line. I see Mars every night. Yep. Yeah, if I can see it, why couldn't a human be on it? Do, do, do all <laughs> Mars do... is? I can see Mars. Right. I can't see this idiot's <laughs> Christmas card that's... that's on Earth, where I know humans are walking around. <laughs> but I can see Mars, a place we apparently are not good enough to get to. We'll get there, man. So... I don't, not with your attitude. <laughs> You're right. What was your at- question? I was going to ask if they all, if they ever all line up, every planet. Think... Yeah, every, I don't think a few of them care for each other. And there's just one. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think do- doesn't like each other among the players? I think Pluto doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pluto's always the one that's the funnest to. I, I joke about Pluto, yeah. but there it's back a planet now, right? Or they it always goes back. I and can't forth, keep up. Which is the joke? Which is yeah. the my point of science? Yeah, is that we're just you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. all just kind of make believe. It can be whatever you want if a guy's charismatic. I would like to hire a scientist that's just really charming. Yeah. And I think he could, if he, he could sounds- Convince oh, the world of I anything. Mean, anything. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I mean, can we see your work? We don't even understand the work. But he's like, can we see how'd you get to this? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> no, one, no one cares. Yeah. I think if you, well, how did you figure that out? He's like, oh, you know, figured it out. Got to, you know, he just has a bunch of scratch marks. I don't want to bog you down with the details. And you're like, I, uh, yeah, dude, I don't want to be bogged down I went into details. a lab and I- perform science mm-hmm. there's a couple of christmas songs that have just crushed records uh white christmas by bing crosby is the world's best-selling single of all time hmm. over 50 million copies sold worldwide um it ranked number two in the greatest songs of the 20th century list behind judy garland's over the rainbow and then a much more recent one mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you is just crushing it um it's number one again this year it came out 25 years ago, and it hits number one on the uh, charts. I think last year was the first time in over 20 years it hit there, but now it's there again. Every Christmas, she makes between 600000 to a million dollars in royalties alone from the song. Wow. That's that's how you do it. I wonder why. Was that song, was it in a movie? Was it in... It's Mariah Carey. I understand that, but I'm saying do why you? did that particular... It's probably... I know it was in it's Love, Mariah actually. Mariah Carey. I, dude, I know who Mariah Carey is. I'm That's just saying, how. she's as big as a movie. 
But I'm saying, why did that? She has other Christmas songs. Why don't people care about those? Yeah, that's a good point. You know more about Way music than I do. But for <laughs> yeah. what I read, they think it's music experts think it's a really good song. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's not a bad song. I'm just wondering why that one in particular. It broke. Was it in Love Actually? No, I think it was in Air. It wasn't Love Actually. Oh, it broke the single day record for most Spotify streams. But Christmas Buds, you know, Air Buds the movie. (laughs) But it was in the Christmas Buds one. There's a Christmas Air Bud. (laughs) Yeah, and they couldn't believe they got that song. That's what was so crazy. Is they go, "Are you serious?" She asked to be put in that. It's a big fan of the franchise. Yeah, Yeah. loves what they're doing. Big animal fan. A yeah. uh, few other holidays that fall the same time: Hanukkah, which I just learned Jesus attended Hanukkah. Did you know that? Oh, were they celebrating Hanukkah back then? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hanukkah happened in between the Old Testament and the New Testament, and so yeah, Jesus went to Hanukkah, mm. feast of dedication. Kwanzaa, the guy who invented Kwanzaa, is still alive. That's kind of kind of crazy. Oh, I didn't right? know it was yeah. that recent. Yeah. 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 In the sixties. <laughs> It's like my dad invented. Like, <laughs> can you? I mean, what is Kwanzaa? That's the celebration of African American culture. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, just still imagine that guy comes over. What were you celebrating? Kwanzaa. My neighbor is the one that made it. <laughs> Y'all want to meet him? You're like, and I get we're celebrating. Might as well have him come over. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, Boxing Day, which you've already covered, um, it's become a big sports watching day in Europe and in Canada. It's kind of like our football for on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's what everybody does. They uh, watch sports. Festivus. Yeah. Falls December 23rd, the day this podcast comes out. Did you know that was a real thing? No, but I love it. If it is. No, I didn't that know makes that. so great. One of the si- Festivus right, for the rest of us. One of the writers of Seinfeld's dad invented <laughs> Festivus. And he just did crazy stuff around the house. And they didn't have a... A metal pole, but he said the real symbol of the holiday was a clock that my dad put in a bag and held it to the wall every year. <laughs> I don't know why. I asked him once, and he would never tell me. He'd just always say, that's not for you to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but since Seinfeld came out, um, Festivus is now celebrated. That's not for, that's <laughs> not for you to know. Isn't that funny? That's such a good answer. It's a very Frank Costanza. Yeah. So now there's the airing of grievances. Festivus Mill, Feats of Strength. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> I'm going to start with you, Kruger. <laughs> you can sew a silk sheet on a hot date. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Festivus Miracles, which Kramer had. Um, so it's become a big thing now. She must have been some doll. Oh, she was. No, what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, it must have been some doll. Oh, she was. That episode is actually not called Festivus. It's called The Strike. Yeah. And they said uh, years later, they're like, we wish we'd have called it Festivus. We just had no idea. Because that's when Kramer's striking at strike, H&H Bagel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He strikes at H&H Bagel. Puts his jacket in where they sell the bagels. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite, kind of like something no one notices. But when he goes to work, the fact that he's been out of work, he's like, I didn't know you were out of work. He's like, it's embarrassing. You didn't want to tell him. <laughs> and he goes, the minimum wage is $15. Well, you know who to thank for that. And then he takes his jacket off and he goes in the store. And in the when the window display that they would put bagels in that's how people choose which bagels they want he just jams his jacket in the window display and it's always so funny to me to be like that's you don't put your jacket like there's counters there's a hook there's a million things and he's like ah let's get to work it's the last place to put the last place to put the jacket is the window display brian cranston's in that episode yeah, oh, yeah. that's a great episode is that the 
the Two Face, and uh, yeah. he meet Jerry meets the girl at Brunt at Tim Watley's party. Yeah, yeah, it's a great episode. Yeah, wow. Um, uh, is that it? Is there? It's probably a good place to stop. Yeah, it's a good place to stop. Is I there not so. one more fun one? Or um, let's see, Twelve Days of Christmas, the song Twelve Days of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. If you added up all the gifts you would get, you'd end up with 364 presents. Wow. Huh, that's fun. Yeah. It's a little much. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of them is a live bird. Most of yeah. them are birds. Oh. I mean. Most of dude, them. Dude, that, how many birds is that going to So. The vast majority are birds. Yeah. So, it's like, you have 200 birds Turtle, in doves, French hens. I don't remember. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so. People, too. Drummers. Drumming. Some geese, I think. Maids. Didn't a, on the office, didn't the goose attack Aaron? Yeah, that's right. So Andy you have live off. animals yeah. and human trafficking. <laughs> yeah, it's actually very illegal and just unethical. I mean, if you did what the 12 Days of Christmas did, you would be arrested. And, I mean, they talk about you on 60 Minutes. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> so it's 12 Days of Christmas. This year. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, so we did get y'all a little Christmas present. Uh, the listeners of the folks of Nate land, you've been asking for it. You've been wanting it. We finally did the Krispy Kreme donut challenge. It is (laughs) done. It's a little video of it. We did it. We're going to make it. uh, It's going to be posted with this so you can see it. And that's a thank you for you guys. I know we, we kind of jumped out the gate talking about it. Never thought it'd ever matter and catch on. Apparently, it did catch on. I think we're going to lose a lot of people. Right. Because people are only here for They're the just Christmas. waiting for that. They were just waiting for that. But well, we finally did it. We hope we keep you after that. Uh, maybe that's what drew Turler to finally. <laughs> that's what he came for. And he's like. Uh, so we did it. Uh, me, Aaron, breakfast, Laura. All did it. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to think. I don't ever know what I want you to. What's the proper way to, you know? I don't. Th- you know, it's it definitely was harder than we thought, right? <laughs> and I think the results will surprise people. I think they will. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you go into. Uh, yeah, well, don't point at them and let the people guess who the results would be surprising to. Uh, okay. Uh, I think the results will <laughs> surprise people. I'm gonna read them out for you. Uh, <laughs> Here they are exactly. Everybody, well, that's it's not be, really a spoiler, dude. I'm just saying you'll be shocked. I, you'll I, be shocked that we're going to edit that. Some out. of us know we're ourselves out. better. Some than of others. us, some of us, I think some were let down, <laughs> and someone was surprising. Right. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's the thing. But it's definitely uh, 36 donuts is not in the picture, so don't worry about that. <laughs> that's it. right. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's don't expect 36. It's, it's they're sweet. It's it's a lot. Very rich. Very rich. Very rich. <laughs> uh-huh. Very rich. And uh, I tried to do just chocolate donuts, and that was... A mistake. That was a mistake. It was chocolate, a tactical yeah, error. It was a sure. tactical error from out the gate. So maybe I need to try it again. <laughs> don't, put, don't put this in the universe, dude. We did it. When you see this, you're going to realize that Aaron throws a lot of numbers. Aaron lives <laughs> in an imaginary world that, you know, <laughs> we need someone just following him around. And he's like, uh, you know, I fought a... Five bears once <laughs> with my fist, and someone's like, he wrestled his uncle, and then walks behind him and just says, you know, that corrects and goes, he didn't do any of that stuff. He goes, I could swim underwater for six minutes. He's like, he barely, he dumped in, went under, 
came up freaked out. <laughs> uh, it was 60 seconds at most <laughs> because he forgot which way was up or down. <laughs> wow. Wow. No one that's surprising. Uh, so the secret genius is some other secrets. <laughs> so they, yes, but they, we, we did the video. We did it for you. And now we talked about it forever and we wanted to give it to you guys. Uh, <clears throat> we can't really give you a, a gift. Uh, so that is our gift that we uh, did that. We were all in pain. Uh, so, and then, yeah, me and you did a show that night for uh, feeding the homeless. Uh, so yeah, so check it out. And, uh, again, I uh, hope you guys have an awesome, awesome Christmas. We do. We love every one of you and we can't thank you enough for listening. And, uh, we'll see you right back, um, uh, after Christmas. So, all right. Merry Christmas. Thanks everybody for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.